Hey, this is Girls on Red, an all-black female collective that exists to be heard. We're here to proudly represent our different experiences of black womanhood. We are a group of like-minded creatives, and each episode you'll hear from three of us. Speaking up today is Kemi. Hello, it's Kemi, Gemini Rising Pocket Rocket. Interesting fact about me is that my tag back in the day was Little Miss Attitude. Yes, it is. Big up, big up <laughs> to all my attitude girls out there. Attitude massive. Attitude girl. <laughs> nice. Uh, and today we actually have a guest for the first time on Girls on Road and it is Marissa. Hi. <laughs> well, what was your tag back in the day? Oh my God, what was my tag? Um, so I had two. I had Lil Red because for some reason I liked red and I, I don't like red now that much. Um, but my one, my main one was Guyanese blood. <laughs> wow. So, wow. And I, I had a friend in school and she was like, what's Guyan essay blood? I was like, no, oh. that's, that's not it. It's oh. Guyanese blood. But yeah, as in like, my blood is Guyanese. <laughs> I thought it was like blood to Crip. No, I was like, that's not even like Oh my god. And can you tell us a bit about you and what you do? Because I feel like on Girls on Road, we don't want to say what you do, we want to hear what you your identity is. Yeah. yeah. So um what I do, I'm a singer, singer songwriter. Um I've been doing that for from since I was 14, I think, writing songs. Um, but now I'm actually studying it, which is crazy but Mm. it opens a whole new world um of like seeing how songs are made like from other people's perspective i used to be in a reggae band called raw fire my favorite performance actually was when we performed at brixton splash carnival wow nice but they don't do that anymore because brixton is now gentrified Mm, and all the people there have been complaining about the carnival so uh, there's no more carnival there anymore, unfortunately. Lock off. Everything, like year. everything, everything, everything. We're down on that, but yeah. <laughs> I had to clap him the other day and it was like, hello, white. Like, yeah. hello, white. I didn't realise. Mm. I was mm. like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This is white and the leather grey. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I like that as a scale, like, compared to how leather <laughs> grey is now. That's actually a joke. It is. On a scale from yeah, one mean, to leather grey. white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we now. That's the identification scale, guys. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm Aisha, as you all know. And also, my tag, I actually joined a different sixth form. So, two years of your life, if you don't know. And for two years of my life, I was known as the selfie queen. And actually, a whole assembly, our last assembly came out and they put all my selfies on the screen. <laughs> so, that was one of the most embarrassing things I think I've ever happened to me. <laughs> Organize that. That's hilarious. I, I don't know to Surely this day. that's GDPR or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to find out. Because two years is not a long time to be known like that. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> so let's get into it. The check-in. The bit where we talk about our feelings, but for real, for real. How is the world reflecting on us at the moment? How are you feeling? This situation, I mean, you know, I try and live life as much as I can right now. Um, I think the weather has really had an effect. Yeah. I think yes, when, it was, sure, when it was sure. like sunny and stuff like that, it's just like oh yeah no working oh yeah mm-hmm. great it's totally fine like I will spend all my money and be poor but I'm in the sunshine mm-hmm. and now I'm just like okay cool yeah what I do now literally um. yeah I mean yesterday my whole my whole motive got locked off because it was rainy 
and windy <laughs> and it was like that's never good. i feel like we need to uplift the yeah, <laughs> i'm in a bit dark yeah. right now so it's going on to it's <laughs> raining corona so let's go on to gas girl gas like yes girl yes all about boosting each other and acknowledging our achievements no matter how big or small we're uplifting the conversation here oh, let's yeah. hear about yeah. it <laughs> what have your highlights been for this week i got up and i got dressed yeah. and i came here because i broke my leg mm-hmm. So that's actually a really Trust me. big accomplishment. Yes. I was up, I was standing on one leg, doing my hair in front of the mirror. Wild. That's like mental. skill. It mm-hmm. honestly is no, mental. No, you, you just, yeah. You forget how you much know you use. Yeah. You actually yeah. do it. Yeah. And I was like, I haven't put clippings in in a very long time. And I forgot how long it was. Mm. And I was balancing like Balance. a pigeon. You know wow. how they just do that? Wow. <laughs> what about you, Jamie? I'm good. I had a good acting we got two recalls what that was good in this age i know Mm -hmm. during corona Mm -hmm. so i feel very grateful and blessed to be auditioning and doing in-person auditions Mm. so yeah blessed that's sick so that was cool bless up and I would say probably I got um my first piece of like work published I guess shared with the world Yay! yeah I know <laughs> I so professional people were messaging me like okay CEO are you sure I know too far too far but yeah I got a piece of work <laughs> yeah I got a piece of work published from Sondra and Tell which is a communications agency and it was my social media campaign to celebrate copywriters of colour and I wow. happened to hone in on only females so that was Yay! good women so yes that was really that was a proud achievement of mine really of cool. thank you thank well you Jeez. <laughs> so from self-love to spreading the praise to other people it's queen of the week where we give flowers to the women that deserve it marissa who is wearing the crown today this queen i would say is one that i actually found out about quite um recently and i feel kind of like embarrassed that i didn't know this actually um so I was watching this kind of like it's like a mini documentary on um YouTube and it was about this woman called Kim Hill mm-hmm. and she used to be in Black Eyed Peas and I was watching it and I was just like I didn't know this I yeah. didn't know any of this and you know back in the day when like Black Eyed Peas used to open for like No Doubt and yeah, stuff yeah. like that and they were really in the hip hop game obviously now they're more commercialized but I was watching the documentary because there's been rumors and stuff going around about how they swapped her out for a white girl Fergie of course she mm. kind of wanted to address everyone and say look this is not the situation yeah um it wasn't about race but it was more about the fact that because the black ips were getting bigger her and will i am were pretty much like brothers and sisters you know the whole but management wanted her to start like kind of like sexualizing herself and oh interesting um, and wanted Hmm. her to start like grinding on will i am and doing all this stuff and wearing all these skimpy clothes and stuff and it got to the point where she was like, F this, this is mm-hmm. not me. But also no bandmates have ever been told to do that. Like, no. or maybe they probably have. We don't know that like behind the scenes. But oh, yeah. who actually comes up with these kind of things, please? Why oh, is it I always sexualization? Know. Please. Always. And always the females mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she's the only female in the group. Mm-hmm. Yes, I say she's my queen. Yes. yes. <laughs> all the flowers, all, all the roses. Best belief, fling it on. Fling it. Fling it. Fling it down. <laughs> 
honestly oh that's mad I did, uh, Black Eyed Peas was like my jam yeah like, and the funk oh if it feels like funk it must be uh. I was like do, do, do. and I was like what and it's just interesting that that was one of my things I literally had a CD and I would bust it like anytime I go on like we don't have a car but anytime I go in a family friend's car we like yeah. and we play Black Eyed Peas yeah and it was like proper like I love them <laughs> I saw them live at Wireless ages ago ages it was so good so 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 good so let's step into the group chat where the tea is always hot and the talk stays steaming this is a moment where we can talk about real things in a real way providing our different perspectives to the conversations happening Mm. on and offline we are looking inwards on our career path this time thinking back to childhood here how we actually got to where we are today especially with the government's nonsense that we've been having to deal with recently government saying that us creators need to rethink our talent and retrain in other industries to make that bread to make that p to make that dollar apparently we picked the wrong industry so starting this discussion off what do you do right now kemi tell the listeners because we know about marissa as well i'm an actress i graduated from rada a year ago I'm represented by ITG so big up independent and yeah kind of I guess I was always like an attention seeking child attention <laughs> come back to the left to the tag so and I was I was just always so creative and I loved performing it was like my thing I'd make my like parents sit down and watch me do renditions and so I kind of just always knew that I wanted to be creative but didn't really know I wanted to study acting or to get into that industry until I went to identity drama school I did that for two Mm -hmm. years Lambda Foundation on a scholarship so so I did that for a year and then progressed into RADA and now she's out in the big wide world Mm -hmm. the industry my first year yes and it's it's scary it's it's cool but it's definitely scary had I known like this whole pandemic (laughs) I mean hindsight's a beautiful thing but I know I can't I can't lie like I would just probably still be doing the same thing yeah I I'm a true creative at heart and I'm not going to give it up so yeah just continue grinding and continue working and I guess that's my story (laughs) (laughs) so after all that hard work yeah uh, how do you feel about going into uh, computer science Oh, well, numbers and letters are just a bit, I don't know, for me, they're a bit weird. Uh, What is a career in cyber? like? I could barely even use Zoom when it first started. Do not tell me about cyber. Honestly, there's a reason we didn't pick them. Mic off. Uh, Can you hear me? Yeah. And also, Rishi, do you not read? Do you not watch TV? Do you not... Do you not listen to music? Like, what do you do in your off time? Just watch graphics. Exactly. He, he just looks at graphics. He's like, oh, I like that design. Next. Imagine. What do you do? The world wants to know because if you have no entertainment in your life, oh, sweetie. Has he spoken to the people that operate the cameras while he's in wherever he yeah. is saying crap? Sorry. <laughs> we want to know. That'd be amazing. Drop me an email. Yeah. Send me a DM. Hotline, hotline bling us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you always want to, Marissa and Kemi, mm-hmm. acting and singing, did you always want to do that when you were growing up? Was that one of your aspirations you said from a really long time? In primary school, I was always the one in the like school assemblies yeah. that's always wanted to be like lead and do this and whatnot. I studied drama in university. But for me, I feel like music, I've realised now that it's my... True calling. Yeah, it's my true calling. Mm. I would say that, yeah, when you're songwriting and everything, it's pretty much like even if your song doesn't suit this 
it will suit something else. And yeah. even if someone doesn't like it, someone else will. Yeah. Mm. And it's it's kind of like there's a space for everyone. Yeah. I respect songwriters a lot and singers as well because they're not only incredibly talented, but they're pouring their soul mm. into their work, you know, and that is a true artist or what a true artist does. So big up to yourself. I always wanted to be a singer, but your girl can't sing. Honestly, <laughs> I can't sing. I'm so deaf. <laughs> oh my god! They honestly sometimes like they get me to do auditions and like sing in front of the camera, and I I die every time because I know I can't sing. And as a black person, if you can't sing, it's just kind of like. Oh. <laughs> You know, you weren't gifted. Every time I sing, we in class, mm. and I feel like one of my lecturers just completely forgets each time because mm. he gets up and he's like, "Are you do you do you sing in church?" And I was like, "No," and he's like, "Oh, because you've got like a really strong church voice." And I was like, oh, "I don't think uh, okay, yeah, cool, interesting." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been in church probably like five times in my <laughs> life, but okay, cool. And then I sang again, but I think it's because I, I keep choosing like powerful songs that kind of like very black American mm-hmm. songs, but it suited the the brief. And then he gets up and he's like, are you, did you sing in church? I was like, every no. single time. It's like, leave me alone. Like, it's it very interesting that that's like a stereotype that you come into yeah. his mind. Yeah, because I'm black, mm-hmm. I must have sang in church. Some, no, I did not. Black people sing for other reasons. Yes. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Not just praise the Lord Jesus. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I would love for you to one day just turn around and say that's your lecture. That'd be absolute jokes. Like just like that. I think with what's popped up with the pandemic and stuff, it's like a academic versus the creatives. Well, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's like okay, so everyone now needs to um, go and learn to do computer science or you know a job where you can work from home. And it's like okay, cool, 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 cool. How am I supposed to do that? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. what do you want to do? Act in my yard. Yeah. Sing in my yard. Yeah. When mm. when you and all mm. your um city banker mm. mates wanna go and have a piss up in Soho and you know and sit in front of a, at a jazz bar. Yeah. Who is entertaining you? Exactly. Me. You exactly. would like to know. Me. Mm-hmm. And all the other singers. What mm. you know, when you wanna take your kids to the theatre and be all like, Oh come on, let's yeah. go to the theatre. Do 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 and who 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 is acting for you? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Tell me. Who is it? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean? me. Just me. Yeah. So you go sit home and, and do all the work from home stuff and we'll do the entertaining. I also feel like during this pandemic, people are finding more ways to be creative. Yeah. More ways to really like hone in on their skills. Yes. And from writing or like, you know, whatever they're doing. I just feel like if you are a young person and you still want to be involved and get into the creative industry, I would say go ahead and do it. Just be aware that, unfortunately, the government doesn't necessarily support it as much as other industries. And um, it will be hard. But if it makes you happy, do what makes you happy. Because there is no point... Sitting at home thinking, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Mm -hmm. You know, you just got to follow your heart. You can't be living in fear all the time. And right now is a very, like, I don't know. It's a very stressful time for everyone. So I would just say, do it. But just know you might not have the support that 
once was there as if there was much of yeah. anyway but don't worry you know, listen it wasn't really there in, yeah. in the past either so you know <laughs> just really. join just join, just the, join club. the club it was like i was as i was saying before um furlough ended and i sat i kind of sat there and thought oh my god what am I gonna do? I was just in floods and floods of tears, just crying, like having a panic attack. And then I thought, actually, you know mm. what? Just took a deep breath and was just like, mm, yeah. what can I do? Like, okay, I'm looking for a job, looking for a job. And then there's this thing where you can do like online tutoring. And I used to be a TA. So I was like, okay, cool, yeah, I can do this. And then it's like English, maths, and science. I'm like, okay, yeah. Um, and then it's like, oh, what did you get? So I got a B, okay, that's fine. Mm. But because I got a C in maths and science and GCSEs, mm. uh, you have to either have A or B. And I was it's like hold on i'm 27 years old and you're telling you're me 27 yeah i'm 27 you're not pure yeah. <laughs> 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 i did not i did not think that you're not cute sorry, i'm dead what are you trying to say my 27 year old come on <laughs> no but i really thought you were younger you got such a like everyone uh, everyone says i got id to play the lottery the other day and, and i didn't have <laughs> my good. id on me oh, and i was like no numbers i was happy and angry at the same time because mm. i was like if my numbers come up I'm coming in here. <laughs> and you are hearing it. Yes. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> the thing is, with the creative industry, there is a definite creative versus academic that always yeah. has been. But I try to look at it from not a versus point. It's just, yeah. you have that brain. I don't have that brain. People think differently. And with the pandemic, if I'm honest, I've wanted to try and become a bit more academic and have a bit yeah. more of that brain because my industry and all of our industries have been taken away from. Yeah. so it does make you think how am I meant to support my mum how am I meant to support my mm. family mm. my future family and especially having such um I guess like a no you you do you academics and I do me like that's that's not yeah. actually helping anyone yeah that's true. I feel I mean my part-time job I used to dance well I used to do you know what I mean the way that I'm yeah, even we have phrasing to, we it. have to say yeah, I, I used to I used, yeah. to, I used to do this I so, used to do that it's yeah crazy. and I danced for the heat wave I came back from doing a festival tour I literally did Glastonbury and not to be able to do it this year or mm-hmm. not to do any of the mm. tours or n- knowing that that kind of income for me is completely yeah. gone it's kind of like what is this a what so yeah mm. I've definitely had to rethink and rejig my brain but to say that there isn't academia within these subjects yeah. is just total lies. Mm. It t- it takes some tenacity. It takes drive. Studying drama, you have to have like really good English yeah. literature yeah, and language. These days, yeah, it's changed. You know I, mean? I remember when I had my contrast from GCSE to A levels. My A level and drama was shocking in comparison oh. to GCSE. Oh my it's god, a new level. I had to write. Yeah. But then even with you, like you coming up with this over, I I, I mean, we've been in talks. Uh, about Mm. this podcast for a long time and kind of the collective of Girls and Road but to you to have this kind of vision it it takes some knowledge to really go out and like achieve these things in our Mm. industry I just want to to say I think what you're doing with Girls on Road is such a great thing I mean we've got we got to make our own voice especially when the government are like robbing us basically Mm -hmm. do you feel like the whole the whole statement of a strong, independent black woman. Like, do you feel that statement hangs over a lot of us? Because I know certainly that I definitely want, I think I definitely want to achieve, you know, 
independent. I mean, like I haven't got it already. But mm. do you know what I mean? I do want to be a strong, independent mm. black woman. But there's something about that that makes it so. Even the whole um, black excellence. Yeah. We always want to be above and beyond. And so in doing so, sometimes um, us as black people don't ask. Yes. I do not ask. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do not ask. Why do I not ask? I think it's because we're so used to being told no at the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah. It's as simple as that. I was just going to say, like, I feel like the job industry, especially for black women, is different. We have to be certain roles. Like, for example, the music industry. I don't know how you feel about that in terms of, like, labels, record labels, who's in charge. Oh, listen, I... So, I've never really thought about this until someone... Not going to say their name, Mm -hmm. Mm. but he owns a really big record label. And it just so happens that him and I were in talks Mm -hmm. because he wanted to sign one of my songs. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to sign it or not. Mm. And I just felt like the song's already been released. It's my debut single but he wanted to re-sign he wanted to sign it and re-release it under his label Mm, so I was like okay long story short we then started to go into some like long conversation and then he was saying oh you know people like you and me it's really hard to make it like this um to get as far and whatever and then I was like okay where's he going at and he's like you have to either look like Beyonce or Rihanna or you have to and then listen and then he said he started saying you have to way he exactly you have word. to have <laughs> light skin I, I actually am welling up again because no one's ever I, and I sat there and I was listening and I and I looked like shit I was covered in dust because I was also doing like vinyl archiving there and I, I said to him I know I look like shit right now but I'm not ugly like I I I I, no, I, I feel no. I'm, I'm I'm a beautiful black mm-hmm. woman yeah. and he's like yes 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 you are he's like I, you look better than Beyonce like you you know but unfortunately in this world you have to have lighter skin why and then I was like I've never ever felt like that I know it happens but I've never felt like I have to like I have to have that that thought I know other people have felt like that but me personally I've never felt like that and I actually wanted to just sit and cry in front of him but I had to just nod and go "Mm, yeah mm, yeah and I said so do you think I'm not gonna make it and he's like no 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 you're you're on the right track the hate is real it's so refreshing to see people like Ray Black Breathe the Runway Mm. um Shebu like actually are so sick do you know what I mean having the time now to actually be center and Mm -hmm. front stage respect that because black women we come in all different shades in my family we're all mixed race and we have totally different shades of skin and it's unfortunate that people higher up seem to think that this is what sells no hello are you not understanding that everything sells if if time is at at the the forefront it sells yeah but you say this right and i'm now thinking well when he was whilst he was talking i was thinking okay let's think of uk music right cool at the moment now uk females who are not rappers singers Mm -hmm. oh yeah who i can't tell you i don't know no, so we true. used to have girl groups like Mystique. Yes, oh, yes, yes. That was it. That's all we had. I did love Mystique. Yeah, no, you're right. Mystique. And no, then I now do. we've got Little Mix. They're all mixed race. The the ones that are black yeah. in there. 
Um, who else? I can't. I cannot think of yeah. anyone that's my but shade. Who are, who are pushing these? That's what I. Yeah. We, like we have to ask those questions. We have to ask those questions. Who who are behind the scenes pushing this narrative forward? Because it seems to be in the acting industry as well. White middle class is always pushed mm. and always pushed. I mean, they said, "Oh, a whole black movie wouldn't sell," and look how great mm-hmm. Black Panther did. Mm-hmm. It shows you the demand is there. It's just the people behind the scenes don't realize, like they don't touch base level with the streets or know what. Nothing. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I mean, it's twenty twenty. Come yeah. on, like. I, I, I don't want to see the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear the same thing. I want something different. I want something new, please. Yeah. But also, how? Who gave you the right to be able to call the shots when you have no zero experience whatsoever? Exactly. Like the documentary about how shaggy it wasn't me mm-hmm. was made. Um, and everyone high up was saying, oh, no, this isn't going to sell because he was trying to incorporate dancehall into his music. Oh, no, it doesn't sell. This isn't going to sell. We don't want this song. No, 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 no. And next thing you know, someone in Hawaii had to pirate the song to put it on his radio station and it blew up and it was literally like, F you, look. Yeah. Look at all look at all the people that don't mm. understand what Shaggy's saying. They're still singing along because mm. they're going, a la ba la ba la ba la ba la ba killer. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, mm. You don't have to know. We're all singing reggaeton. Do you think <laughs> I can speak Spanish? No. <laughs> I love that, I love that. Yeah. So don't tell me that, A, they just want to disregard the whole, you know, black culture, mm. dance all reggae, reggae, you know, such good songs out there even like with dancehall pop at the moment and they're not they're never going to get the come up they get like artists like shensia she's doing all this stuff in america doing this whatever signed to this label whatever no one in the uk knows anything about her nothing but she's a dancehall female artist but she's she's also you know the thing is what infuriates me is that to get anywhere in the creative industry it takes time it takes a long time Mm -hmm. so when you have people who have the means to help you you know Mm -hmm. fast forward that process people like you then shut down yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and people don't realize how long it takes you so how long were you in training for four years if not possibly longer do you know what I mean it really isn't a marathon and not a sprint and we have to understand that unfortunately in the creative industry nepotism is rife and um, it works for some obviously you're going to use it to your benefit if you know someone whatnot but it's also I would say again mm. uh, advice for anybody anybody who's a young person wanting to get into the creative industry make your own network of people that you can rely on do you know what I mean because it mm. really is a thing that um my brother's girlfriend is the manager of xyz and that's how i've got here and you know and so really and truly if you don't have that network like me growing up i hadn't i didn't know anyone who went to rada or got into but i went to theater i Mm. you know and then i met people like ronke and i met people you know and just trying to you know insert myself but really try to make your own network and group of people if you're not around it if you don't have parents who aren't around you know because it seems like such a distant thing and such a far away Mm -hmm. thing but really if you just don't really give a fuck and you just go for it you will start to create the contacts that you need yeah <laughs> like marissa's like, saying like if you want it enough you will make it, we'll make it if it's that you have to go into the right creative field for you and it's quite hard to know what that is because they all kind of 
feed into each yeah. other and you have to not give a shit what anybody thinks yeah, you really, need to stop yeah. seeking validation from others like oh 100% oh 100% I cannot how many times I used to be like oh that, this person thinks this about me that person I don't care anymore I don't mm. care what you think of me I'm doing me and that's it period point <laughs> and do you feel like London is the place to be in terms of like creative careers I don't know anymore really oh interesting I was talking to someone in Vancouver mm. um, who just kind of contacted me because he'd seen my music and whatnot and it turns out that he like does a lot of music and stuff and songwriting and whatnot so now we're writing a song together um, which is really cool and he was like oh you, you know it must be really cool living in London because mm-hmm. you know there's so many opportunities <laughs> and stuff like that and I was like I don't know actually because everyone is doing their own thing and I found a lot of time everyone's too busy to help you Mm -hmm. as well and the people that do help you are the ones that uh like they have a different kind of like if someone came to me for something I'd be like yeah yeah of course but then it's very hard to find other people that would do the same everyone's too busy to help everyone else but this is the thing we need to not be busy this is a pandemic this is a hard like Uh hard time we're in the place of hardship us creatives so it's now more than ever that we need to help each other out and we need to be there just Mm -hmm. doing what we can what what is our experts like expertise like if we can't do something don't say it (laughs) you know what i mean don't say it and just just try and help everyone out and also just for the government of our Boris. Something to help you, right? On a piece of paper or something, just write down what it is that you need. So you're an artist, you're going to need like a videographer in your life, you're going to need a producer, you're going to need someone that does graphic design, or you're going to need whatever. And just write, put yourself in the middle and like build your network around. And then write people's names who you know, even if they don't know you, just write their name in the section mm. like oh my friend does videographer but I haven't asked him to do anything yet or her um, but I'm gonna write her name down because one day she'll make a video for me and stuff like that and then how well do you know them and then you build mm. your team and it kind of like it's kind of like a like an energy thing yeah like uh, putting it out in the universe and like building your team there uh, so you can see it physically and then even if you like research someone and you're like okay this person does this okay cool I'll write them down and then next week I might just drop them a message and then out one out of ten how well do I know them yeah. one and then you know then we start talking then next two weeks we go for a coffee I know them three out of ten now and then so that build a relationship and then now I've done something for this person and then so and so and then next thing you know they're they're creating my logo or something like that I I'm a big advocate for writing things down and mm. making them happen Coming to for it, yeah um, yeah 100% that's a, that's a massive nugget of knowledge so now finishing the show with street smart which eliminates um black excellence in the shape of businesses and artistry so who's shining for you big them up kemi okay so this is actually my hairstylist who i get my braids done by and it's hair by ma sibs and ketia and they are just so great when it ta- comes to braids oh their instagram is hbms dot k and they're based in enfield and i'm talking about like knotless braids for 55 pounds not this 130 i had that's why i (laughs) started actually doing it 
at uni for people mm. um, and then realised, okay, I'm actually really good at this. <laughs> actually, my business is booming. Nice. And um, yeah, and she's just amazing and uh, quality braids for a very reasonable price. Especially during this time. Yeah, I'm Can looking at them right now boys. and they are banging. Cause they I'm look so good. Not list braids, £130 is what I charge me. I tell her, get out of here, man. <laughs> Get out of here. 130 pounds. What? Are they laced with gold? <laughs> what? 130 for some... Yeah, she's just so great. She has her own studio now in Enfield. Um, but she also goes to door, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she's honestly just amazing. She did this wig for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Big girl. But yes. Uh, Where is she based? Katia, uh, Enfield. Enfield. Oh. Love you, Katia. Thank you for always doing my hair and making me look cute. So happy she has the space as well because we mm-hmm. need some physical spaces in terms of business and artistry, one hundred percent. And in terms of hairdressers, we're always in a shop. We need a oh space. My yeah. We deserve goodness. studios. Yes. <laughs> as a collective, we are more than a podcast. We also have a music show mixed by our very own DJs, providing the soundtrack to your weekend. And once the world resets and all is safe and well, we'll be hosting events so you can bop to our mixes, learn from the conversation, join the party. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on our show, Marissa. We want to get your at. Thank so you. You can follow us of course on Insta and Twitter it's Gals on Rose but like Gals and on our personal accounts shout your personal accounts yeah so just follow me at Marissa Music Official so my latest single is Move Your Body Girl and it's available on all platforms so take a listen Jeez, and Kemi's at it's Kemi so I-T-S-K-E-M-I on Instagram I'm on private but I'm working on it <laughs> I'm, I'm on, on private too best believe oh, okay. I'm not guys follow 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 there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah we need to stop that and Maisha Charles to spell A-Y-E-S-H-A and then Charles like the prince okay so you just listened to an episode of Girls on Road where we shared our thoughts we unpicked the government's constructs and most importantly elevated black excellence we out